0: Welcome to ABG Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. I'm Mel.
2: I'm Helena.
3: Hey guys! This is Janet. As some of you may know, I have a personal interest in health and wellness. In fact, I spent a semester in Chinese medicine school before I started my current uh, career in user experience design. And I was interested in Eastern medicine because of some personal experiences I had where I went to Western medical doctors and I wasn't really satisfied with their approach. While Western medicine is really good at addressing acute medical issues, traditional Chinese medicine is actually much better at addressing chronic health issues. Things like autoimmune disease or, you know, women's health or mental health. TCM is almost more like a general approach
0: to how to live and maintain your health. I have noticed that there's like a rising trend in the health and wellness world around like non-Western approaches to medicine. Like there's a lot of professional athletes doing cupping these days to heal their sore muscles. I think like Michael Phelps does it, Draymond Mm -hmm. Green. And a lot of people also look at acupuncture for back pain. When I had like a really, really bad case of hives when I was a teenager, I actually did acupuncture and I think it did help. And even like people, you know, trying out like herbal medicine for colds or allergies, things that are more plant based and natural. That seems to be a growing trend.
1: Yeah, and I think for many of us, you know, we recognize some of these practices from childhood through our parents or grandparents. Like, I know for me, I always did acupuncture and cupping with my mom, or I go to those, like, Harry Potter-looking shops to get herbal medicine with my grandma, but never really understood how it worked. They had abacuses, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, weights. Abacuses yeah. and weights. I always found that it was so cool, like, it was in a movie set. But I think this episode will help us address, like, those, like, uncertainties we had with this topic. So, yeah, let's dive
3: right into our interview with Dr. Halana Zong. Dr. Halana Hua Zong is an Oriental medicine practitioner specializing in women's health. She is well studied and practiced in methods of Chinese pharmacopoeia, Oriental medicine nutrition, acupuncture, and Qigong. Dr. Zong has studied and trained in Yunnan, China, as well as Paris, France, and she is a professor at both Emperor's College and South Beilu University of Oriental Medicine in Southern California. She is the owner of Golden Seed, Golden Tree, Women's Health in Santa Monica, where she specializes in female physical and mental disorders such as infertility, menorrhagia, premenstrual syndrome, menopausal symptoms, depression, and insomnia. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for letting me in your broadcast. I'm so honored. We're honored to have you. We're sitting here in her lovely home in Santa Monica, and she's made us some tea, and we wanted to just kind of dive right in and start chatting with you about how you started to pursue Chinese medicine.
2: I think the question is not going to be asked like this. I didn't choose this Mm. career. I think this career chose me because Mm. I was born with certain health issues of my lungs. I frequently, when I was little, got frequent chronic pneumonia and bronchitis. Because I was born in uh, Area in China with higher attitudes, so usually a little kids like me with that weakness of lung very easily get affected by bacteria. Mm. So that's why I was quite often sick. And I was inter- introduced at uh, seven years old by a Tai Chi master and a Chico master to teach me how to breathe deeply and get more oxygen and also to uh, set up a discipline to practice daily. So that was the beginning of my pursuit of this career. And since then, I just never stopped practicing. And now I become a practitioner and also a professor uh, to teach and to bring this legacy to the young generation.
0: I think that's amazing when it sounds like it's something that comes full circle, right? It's something that you had to face when you were younger and you are like, I want to find a solution to it. I want to help other people with it also. In China, did you go through high school, certain like vocational colleges or other educational studies where you already made that decision to say, this is what I want to study. Or did you pick something like, say, finance or math or something different? And then you decided at some point that you're going to switch over into a Chinese traditional medicine.
2: When I was in China... At that time, everybody wanted to know more about the world. Mm-hmm. So that's why naturally I picked up, at that time, most popular uh, major to, to study, which is foreign affairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I studied to learn English and also to learn other cultures.
3: Oh, wow. Did you then go straight to the United States or did you spend time abroad
2: in other countries? Yeah, I had a calling and uh, to go to France because at that time, one of the Association of the Health needed a translator, interpreter, be able to translate Chinese medicine from Chinese into English at mm. that time. Uh, so I was the right person because since I practiced this discipline since a very young age, I knew uh, the concepts. And also, of course, I was at that time, compared to other young Chinese people, I was fluent in English. Mm-hmm. So I was picked by this association. I went to France. French Ministries of Foreign Affairs uh, just honored me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. They award me uh, because of my contribution. A uh, scholarship of excellence called AFL Excellence. So that gave me lots of possibility to pursue this medicine. So mm. at that time, of course, it was not truly just medicine. It's really how to use Chinese philosophy or Asian way of living to balance women's mental health. That's the PhD uh, area that I pursue. So I did five years of research uh, on that and also wrote a dissertation. I travel a lot and then I went to Canada. I lived five years in Vancouver and then I came here. I just continue my workshops because I teach a lot. Pretty much up to right now, I teach all of the in many institutions, individuals and groups all over the world. Wow. So even when you were in China, you did study the medicine. Yes, I studied medicine. I followed a person uh, which was my, we can say mentor mm-hmm. or private teacher because of my issues. I was always followed by him mm-hmm. so he taught me many knowledges of chinese medicine like pharmacopoeia mm-hmm. yeah so herbs that we talk we call here also herbs is that what pharmacopoeia means? Yeah, okay. See, Pharmacopoeia, it's an
0: official name, herbs. So just going back to how you mentioned you wrote this dissertation about how to use, you know, Chinese sort of medicine to help with female mental health. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I think a lot of our listeners would be interested to know maybe just like the summary or main points of, or takeaways from, from that dissertation.
2: Yeah, very simple. Just give you an example. OK, mm-hmm. here in Western concept it means women are equal with men, but that's, like that <laughs> it is not from natural point of view, which is Chinese medicine point of view. We don't look for equality because we are different. Mm. Sometimes from my point of view as a doctor or Chinese medicine doctor, I think we are supreme. Mm. We're better. Yes, I like our that too. system, <laughs> Yeah, our system is more complete, right? Yes. So that's mm. why we don't need to fight against with another part of life but just try to cooperate with them that's make the relationship much easier and also where did I get this concept because that's from the Taoist Mm -hmm. Taoism Mm -hmm. which is Tao De Jing what we say in Tao De Jing nothing is what softer than water but nothing is stronger than water because water doesn't have what shape doesn't mm. have form fluid and soft and flexible but water can with time penetrate into rocks and break the rocks mm. but rock cannot break water so that's from that point of view i think that female energy should be like water mm. constant nourish. At the same time, strong but soft. We don't need to fight against. We don't need to compete. We don't need to be equal. That's not, yin and yang cannot be equal. Mm. Yin and yang together, we call togetherness. That's the whole of life. That's why basically I use this concept to develop their whole approach to help, yes, certain Western culture people, especially women, Mm. to understand their strugglings in life. To your point, the, with Western culture, it's so popular, especially with our generation, for
3: women to feel like they're equal with men. Yeah. But you're saying the alternative perspective is to recognize and acknowledge that you're different, and that you can at times be stronger or weaker or just different, yeah. right? It doesn't we have to need be
2: to compare. Yeah. it just accept who you are. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're better, as I said, yeah. because yeah. we can make a baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's true. yeah, our system, especially if we can go back to this feminine organ system, we are so complete. We are totally complete.
1: You mentioned you went to um, Paris to teach
2: Eastern medicine. I'm just curious, like, how do they respond to your teachings? They respond that perfectly. Oh, wow. Very good. Chinese medicine is totally another concept from Western medicine. Western medicine, we take the whole body system segmented. You have your circulatory system, you have your neural system, you have your endocrine system. So every system is segmented. We call it separated. Mm-hmm. But for Chinese medicine, no, we are together. The whole system, they are together. They are going to work together, hand in hand, like men and woman. So that's great. You've
3: already given us a little bit of an introduction into Chinese medicine versus Western medicine. Are there other kind of ways that you would describe how they differ in their philosophies, especially now that you're in Santa Monica and Los Angeles. How do you see Chinese medicine kind of living in the space in the Western world?
2: The difference from my understanding, from my teaching, I always told my students, Chinese medicine is not a science, but Western medicine is a science. Science means can be what? Proven. Proven? Mm. For a limited of time, hmm. a very ancient time. We think the Earth was the center of the universe, and then we discover no, we are not. We are not, and the sun was, and now we figure out no, we are not. Even the sun was not the center of the universe. The Milky Way, how's that? So even relativity of Einstein, we thought that's already the science. It means it's correct. But now we have uh, that astrology Hopskin, Hopkins, huh? Hopkins. 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 John Hopkins. Yeah. He mm. had his theory totally disprove Einstein's relativity theory of relativity. So, science means for me, it's just concept that you said can be proved for a limited time. But Chinese medicine knows. It's not a science. It's accumulation of humans knowledge regarding understanding of life, health in front of the nature. Or oh, the relationship between the nature and the human. Can we re- change this? No. Forever it's going to be the same. Color green, am I? Right? Let's say in Chinese medicine we say the color system, organ system, the liver is green color. Springtime, spring season respond to the wood element. This thing is never going to be changed. It was set up 2,000 years ago, even 5,000 years ago, never changed. Today we use the same system to teach our students. And we use the same system to diagnose. Wood is the liver. A liver has green color and the season is what? Spring. So that's why it's very assured. Our students are very much assured by this unchanged thing because everything changes too quick. They're lost. They finally find something, an Asian way of living that they can rely on and they can trust. That's a lot, no? Mm-hmm. Especially for young people, I think that's a lot.
3: Asian Boss Girl is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes for creators, entrepreneurs, and curious people everywhere. You can take classes in marketing, where you learn how to grow your community and work with brands, or classes about how to get your podcast off the ground. So whether you're picking up a new skill for your day job, figuring out your next side project, or pursuing a longtime passion, Skillshare has classes for you.
1: When we first started ABG, the thought of becoming entrepreneurs never crossed our minds, but it was a role that we quickly and happily stepped into. Despite the excitement of starting a small business, we still had a lot of questions. Luckily, with Skillshare, we have access to a ton of classes focused on being an entrepreneur to help us along the way. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two
0: free months. That's right. Skillshare is offering Asian Boss Girl listeners two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com ABG. Again, go to Skillshare.com ABG to start your two-month free trial now. That's Skillshare.com ABG. You mentioned that when you were younger, you had uh, bronchitis and chronic sort of lung illness. That's my life.
2: That was my life.
0: What approach did you take from an Eastern medicine perspective versus someone from a Western, how they might have approached it? That was different. I did
2: approach also Western medicine first. Okay. At that time, I took lots of antibiotics, Mm -hmm. made me. Even more sick. Mm. Other problems, other disorders, also appeared, caused by this long-term antibiotics usage. That's why my mom tried to introduce. Yeah, let's you talk about pharmacopia. Yeah, my yeah. Chinese pharmacopia means herbs. I was lucky because I was born in an area that we call the backyard of China. It means very laid back, and also is the kingdom of herbs. What types of...
0: I'm I'm just trying to distinguish between like uh, westernized drugs where it is also maybe maybe not herbs as a natural plant-based, but did your body receive the Mm -hmm. plant-based herbs just a little bit better? From this
2: point of view, you have to understand one thing, why Chinese herbs work and how do we see the disease. Mm -hmm. Take a very simple example. If we have a pool, water pool in front of you, okay? Uh, Now there is something wrong in this pool. There is some, let's say, bacteria growing bad things growing in this water pool and the western medicine is going to say oh there is some bad guys right there's mm-hmm. some bad things in this pool we are going to use a substance to kill them mm-hmm. after killing they are going to disappear and water will be good again that's western medicine and tcm chinese medicine is going to say oh wait a minute why in this pool there is bacteria growing there's bad things growing it must be because your water is suitable for growing of these bad things. So what do we do? I can say, oh, these bad things shows the sign of the heat. And we are going to make the water cooler. Then these guys like heat environment will stop duplication. We call making babies, mm-hmm. right? And one day they are going to disappear. And the water will go back good again. Mm. So we don't give any drugs. Right? We, we don't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. We do one thing is to change the environment, make these bad guys not suitable for living anymore, mm-hmm. especially cannot duplicate, cannot reproduce. Then everything is
3: fine. So you're touching upon kind of a core philosophical difference between Western yeah. medicine and Chinese. Like, that's Western like Western is. Yes,
2: that's fundamental. Mm-hmm. That's what we view the disease. In this case, water stays still the same from TCM because we didn't add anything. We didn't add a substance to kill. Because when you add something to kill alive, that's strong. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. How so do you kill? Use lam, arm, right? To kill a person. This arm is going to stay in your water. That's your body. Water is your body, let's say. So this arm is going to stay, f- for me, for a short period of time or forever in your body. But the second concept, which is Chinese medicine concept, we don't care what you have. We just make the water cooler and then the bad guy cannot survive
3: so is it fair to say like with western medicine they address maybe the virus or they focus on like killing the thing versus chinese yeah, medicine you, you focus, focus on... too much
2: on the disease mm-hmm. itself
3: versus chinese medicine tends we, to focus we take on strengthening the individual's
2: body we take human being as a whole we're going to ask why you develop that why another person no? like flu season what happened? Yeah, person A can get sick, person B is perfectly. Even they live in the same classroom. <laughs> the tender class, they leave the same room. But why one person gets sick? We have to ask.
0: Is there other, I guess, holistic approaches to... TCM, other than just the herbal component of it, is there maybe some like other external things that of can be course. done? Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. I if open a can talk, of worms here. For, we, for women. For so women, we always like to talk about what emotion, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's for young ladies. I can see from my patients, like I talk about springtime, spring season. I talk about young women. It's spring season. In their a lot spring, of feelings season, in spring it's the wood <laughs> element, and wood element affects the liver. And liver system in Chinese medicine, uh, the weakness is what? Quite often liver is going to get stagnated. That's what we call liver chi stagnation, the right term in Chinese medicine. What does it mean liver chi stagnation? means you get emotional disturbance. Mm. This emotional disturbance, which is a very bad pathogen, compared to Are the pathogen-like bacteria or virus? We called, let's say, the pathogen-like bacteria or virus, we called exogenous pathogen. Because you get, let's say you get flu, you get common cold, you got this exogenous pathogen. When they enter into your body, be able to affect you, they need to go through a certain steps. They're not going to attack your heart or attack your lung directly. They're going to go layers of different steps. We called our students know very well how to diagnose which stage it is. So you can go from your, let's say, skin first and then go to, let's say, muscle layer. And then in the end, maybe attack your heart or lung and give you a very severe disease that we can call pneumonia. But... Emotional disturbance that's quite often happened for young ladies is because emotional disturbance as a pathogen, they can attack your organ directly without going any other layers. That's why Chinese medicine was amazing about psychology, but nobody talks about that. So we just think psychology, it's Western science, just a new baby for us. Why? Because it's just less than 200 years. But Chinese medicine at the very beginning, we already understood emotional disturbance can affect your internal organs directly and cause severe disorders.
3: Ladies, had a UTI? For those who don't know, a UTI is an infection in your urinary tract. They aren't STDs, but can have some of the same symptoms. They're incredibly uncomfortable, and when you have one, all you can think about is getting treatment stat. Luckily, there's Scanwell Health. It's the only at home UTI test with same day treatment options. You'll know if you have a UTI in two minutes and can connect with a healthcare provider who can prescribe treatment immediately. All you need is the app and their test kit. Some studies estimate that over half of all women experience UTIs, so if you don't suffer from them, you probably know someone who does. Using ScanWell is so easy. No crazy emergency room bills, you don't need insurance, and the test doesn't expire for two years, so you can keep it in your medicine cabinet for those just-in-case moments. ScanWell is the same test used in hospitals and emergency rooms, and offers the same accuracy as the test you'd take in your doctor's office. Normally, the tests cost $15, but ABG listeners can get the test kit for free, just pay for shipping. Open up your browser and type in scanwellhealth.com A-B-G to order your free test kit.
0: That's scanwellhealth.com A-B-G. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin.
3: What are some examples of something that a woman mm-hmm. would come to you for? And then how have you kind of helped diagnose and treat?
2: Yeah, I have different groups of ladies. Yeah, and the most, of course, the frequent is infertility. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm specialized also. And also menstrual, pre uh, syndrome. That's, that's Which is me PMS. right now, PMS, yes. yes. actually that's, that's me right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what I can say from my yes, uh, of course, there are other issues, but these two are very common mm. because uh, why they are common is because they had already went through or gone through Western medicine approach which there is no solution. Mm -hmm. And then they come to see us. Or they were referred by their friends or colleagues. And we have to say that we are very good at it. I call that women's health. Chinese medicine is not alternative. Chinese medicine is primary. So my question for you for infertility
1: issues to go to you, like what are some reasons why they are infertile? Or like, what are ways Um, you diagnose that?
2: We have many patterns. We don't call it infertility, okay? Okay. Yeah, TCM infertility is just a symptom. Very interesting. We don't call infertility a disease. Mm -hmm. We call it a symptom. We have something else, means we call it pattern. What does it mean pattern? What are the usual patterns for infertility, causing infertility? Let's say first, cold, damp accumulation in your lower abdominal area. Or in your uterus. That can cause infertility. Mm-hmm. Or a second most common, also, again, liver cheese stagnation. Means from screening, okay, from Western medicine screening, this lady can be perfect. Her uterus is clean, antimatter matter is built up every, very well, menstruation can be regular, and the fallopian tube can be totally clean, Nothing obstructed, ovary is perfect, everything is perfect. But they cannot get pregnant. Mm. That's why we have to go back to see, from TCM point of view, we can see, oh, maybe too much stress. So stress, that's what we call liver cheese stagnation, come back to the springtime again. That's usually for young ladies, yes. Emotion is going to affect them a lot. They cannot handle that. It's not their fault. It's because of season. You guys, yeah or lots of young ladies especially in there let's say for me before 35 after puberty between this time to 35 which is we called we count ladies uh females life by seven do you know that mm-hmm. seven is a cycle mm. yeah second seven which is what 14 that's usually we start to have puberty we count by seven and 35 is which seven? The fifth. Fifth seven. So before fifth seven, we can consider this woman is still in her spring season. So she's going to be very, very much affected by emotion. It's mm. not their fault. It's normal. We don't consider abnormal. We consider It's normal. So what are some of
3: the ways that you, when you've had women come to you and they either suffer from infertility or from mm -hmm. uh, premenstrual symptoms, what are some ways that you help?
2: um, I personally, I have, yes, different ways to take care of them. First, I have to, uh, as you said, we have to take care of the diagnosis. We have our own way to diagnose. That's what we call full four methods. means we take a look at your tongue, we check your pulse, Observe your complexion and sometimes we take a look at your body shape and we ask many questions and then we palpate. That's what we call the four methods. And then we rule out a pattern. So which pattern you are? It's not which disease you have. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have such thing. We say, oh, let's say you have liver cheese stagnation. Go back to this again, stress. Liver cheese stagnation again, it's a traffic issue. So it means your liver is perfect, but you have traffic issue. It's just like wheelchair boulevard, let's say, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, if your liver is perfect, functional perfectly, what happened? No matter how many cars you have, there's no traffic. But if you have liver cheese stagnation, means traffic light is off. Policemen, they're not on duty. Even if you have two cars, they can have problem. That's what we call traffic. Do you understand Mm now? So it's not really you have a problem of internal organ, it's because the circulation of something is off. That's caused by emotion. I think that lots of young ladies they have already experienced that. You get a shock Lots of women, they develop even severe main issues like cancer, breast cancer, relate to traumatic injury in life, shock. That's for the diagnosis. I rule out the pattern and I'm going to use primary, first choice for me is my method. I call it Four Seasons Jade Woman Method. means I'm going to use a subtle change. For me, less interference, the best treatment. Pharmacopoeia. I'm going to use when I don't have any other solution. I'm going to use first the qigong, meditation, self-massage, hypnosis, to help them to regulate, just like traffic light, to regulate their subtle energy and make energy to move. And then I'm going to combine with needle. We call it acupuncture. Or sometimes I combine... Let's say hypnosis with acupuncture. And I'm going to give her maybe homework to do some self-massage and also meditation and qigong, of course, because that's they need to learn the certain movements. I'm going to prescribe anyway. That's the way I called. I prescribe the method of four seasons, Jade Woman's method, according to the season, according to the problem, depends which season. If that's stress, usually I call spring season. Let's say menopausal ladies, okay? They have what? Depression. So at that time, I'm going to use autumn season. Totally another method mm-hmm. to help them to fly because they are blocked. So menopausal ladies, they are not going to develop the same problem as young ladies. It doesn't make sense. The springtime compared to autumn or wintertime, your energy is not the same. How can you have the same treatment? That's my theory, okay? And then if still doesn't work, I'm going to use pharmacopoeia, herbs. I'm going to prescribe formula. Sometimes I'm going to use classical formula pattern formula, or I'm going to prescribe my own formula accordingly. It's many methods together. Okay, you talk about the cupping. I can see you're interested in cupping. Oh, yeah. Cupping is um, something yeah. that we've said. That's almost. one of our method. Cupping, gua sha, mm-hmm. all, all of this is just one of the technique we use. And know that today, lots of celebrities... They are very interesting copying. Even uh, one of our, I think, uh, practitioner in Empress College, they develop even a heart-shaped <laughs> cup
0: instagrammy yeah. for instagram worthy cupping
2: <laughs> actually
3: for our listeners dr zhang could you explain what cupping is versus gua sha and, and yeah. things like that
2: not everybody's suitable for this kind of practice okay first i have to tell you you still have to have the pattern yeah let's say cupping cupping is because you have something that we need to take away from your body Mm. that's a strong suction means let's say you have too much heat you build up too much heat in your body or the traffic light let's say i just mentioned again for young ladies stress mm-hmm. condition you are blocked you are stagnated and we try to move the chi. then we can use that we call walking cupping we move slightly cu- little cups on the surface of your skin and try to help you to move the chi. Or to move the energy or you very, you have you the heat build up in your body like the summertime that's for summer season i it. Mm. then you can use gua sha and cupping to take away that extra heat build up in your body but if you find yourself in the deficiency usually we don't use cupping so it's not going to be suitable for everybody
1: oh well, this is uh, very interesting for me because actually my mom and i go to acupuncture I didn't know any of this information about cupping or like the needles because my mom would just make me go with her because in my family, we have a lot of vertigo. We get a lot of dizziness and we tried the Western medicine and it didn't work for us. So now we go to like, we go to Chinese medicine, but I never understood why I was getting cupped. Mm And I also use like, they use the needles, but I didn't understand why. So it's because you had heat in your body then? Because their diagnosis
2: pattern maybe that you had... At that time, we call access pattern. Mm. If you have access pattern, we need to sedate. So copying can be a wonderful technique. Mm. Or another usually pattern we call liver cheese stagnation. You have traffic light. Gotcha. What does the needles do then? For me, needle is more invasive, of course, because needle goes into your body. Mm-hmm. So needle based on meridian pathway, if you have, let's say, a traffic light issue or certain meridian, Let's say lung meridian, then you cough, and then we could just use needle to help you to unblock that blockage. That's why I don't call needle a soft technique. Needle can be very powerful, extremely powerful, because it helped immediately help you to release certain blockage. Oh, interesting, I didn't know.
3: Can you talk actually a little bit more about you said there were four methods that you use to diagnose maybe it'd be kind of fun if you can help read the pulse of one of us right now do one of you ladies want to and we can describe to our listeners how this is happening
0: (laughs) sure i'll get my
3: pulse (laughs) so helen is extending out her hand and then if you can just describe for our listeners um how you like what it is that you're looking for so dr zong right now is placing her fingers against helen's wrist
0: I'm nervous. <laughs> I think I cut off circulation early because I was sitting <laughs> on this hand, by the way.
2: Very interesting. Typical spring pulse, we called. Okay. Exactly. At the very beginning, she was a little bit nervous. And the pulse showed me very quick. And we called it wiry and wiry. quick. Wiry means what? Like a guitar, right? Guitar, wire. It's just very pointing. Yeah. That shows her she was very nervous. And the heartbeats beats. up. That's also just yeah, she was very of course very nervous. We called that typical young lady's pulse when mm-hmm. she is in a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. And then after taking a deep breath, it seems like she settled down a little bit more and the pulse yeah became more regular and less wiry. Pulse is very it's going to change. All the time. I always told my students that pause is not very reliable, actually. Mm. Why? Because that's going to change according to your emotion. Like what happened for Helen. Just a few minutes ago, she was very stressful, and the pulse just shows, immediately taking deep breaths. Or even, let's say, you have meditation. There's five minutes of meditation after that. Mm. So your pause will be totally regular. So it's not reliable. Mm. But tongue, tongue reading. Is more re- reliable because tongue is not going to
1: <laughs> just, I, I, think Mel, yeah. I think Mel wants to get Mel, do you want to have your tongue red? <laughs> my tongue is like, I feel like there's like cookies on it. <laughs> that might be a sign of something.
2: It doesn't you matter. We can to. still see it. Okay. Okay. Can I show, you
1: my, I show you my tongue? Yeah. Mel is now sticking out her tongue.
2: Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Is that all you needed? <laughs> I think you so need that's why I understand why she had a copying, all right? Mm. Her tongue told us many things, tell us many things. First tongue reading divided into two parts. One part is tongue body. Mm. So p- tongue body is going to, I mean, take a long time to change. It's not going to change immediately. Tongue coding, which is the furry parts, the, the, the yeah superficial part of the tongue, that part can change not immediately, but can change maybe let's say few days mm. if you if you say these days you eat too much ice cream after eating too much ice cream or cold let's say salad am I right mm. and you're not going to move you you just continue to take this cold we call a substance immediately a few days later your tongue will be changed. The coating is going to be built up. So you're going to show this white, we call it white, thick coating. Show us what you have built up of cold damp in your body. How do you get? So with- you, I don't know if you want me to tell you. Oh. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's frightened. No. Yeah,
1: I, I'm curious. I'm curious.
2: Yeah, you can take a look if you guys are interested. You can t- take a look at her tongue, I can tell you.
1: I was already laughing. I couldn't tell <laughs> Yeah,
2: laughing. The tongue body is what? Tell me. The color—it's a
0: a little white coating <laughs> on top. No, no,
2: tongue body. Oh, That's why body. we have divided. It's um, separate the coating from the tongue body. I'm
1: sticking out my tongue. tongue body right. is, I need to brush my teeth. By the way, tongue,
2: tongue body is <laughs> cream, yeah, tongue. crimson. Am I? It's more than oh, red. Little, Can yeah, you see that? Red. Very red. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she has lots of heat. Oh, mm. heat. so the redness is. And sinus. she has the Her center nose. crack. Can you see the center crack? Yes. yes. And this center crack doesn't reach to the TP yet. It's oh, just oh, in the middle. Yeah. Stops. So yeah. that's okay. the digestive area. Mm. I, I believe that her digestion is not very good. Mm. Yeah. That's a little bit of problem of digestion.
1: Well I've been, I haven't been eating as well lately. I feel like I go like pretty consistently though.
2: Mm. Means like
1: I poo. It's yeah that's <laughs> <what> we can <laughs> see. Yeah.
2: That's what we can see that also part the building up of the coding. Okay. Yeah. So look at the coating. Let's see if you're interested to see that. So the coding is what? thick. <laughs> yeah, it's thick. She just had and a cookie. <laughs> it's white-ish and it's whitish and bluish, am I right? Very interesting <laughs> mixed of whitish and bluish. Mm-hmm. That shows another layer of her body cold. She has both. So it's damp, cold, cold and heat and heat. I mean, I'm really hot right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you describe your I mean, your health? I think emotionally I've been more stressed I'm going through premenstrual syndromes so, right yeah. now, I think, and
2: so uh, now you're about to have your menstruation. I might have my period. Oh, that's why. Mm. That's why change. Coding can change at the period of pre- uh, premenstrual mm. cycle. Okay, definitely, that's normal mm-hmm. because it's just like your endometrium, right? Word, the lining of the uterus, mm-hmm. the build up, build up, and now you're about to lose it. Mm-hmm. So it's like your coding, mm-hmm. you build up, build up, and then you're going to lose it. When you start to lose your lining which you start to bleed, your coating is going to get also thinner. Oh. In this case, it's normal. Okay, cool. But do you have a little bit of pain usually, Painful menstruation?
1: Sometimes I get cramps, not super extreme, but I feel like my mom used to joke around this is kind of off topic, but like I'm always in some kind of pain. She's like, Yo, she's like there's always something wrong with you, whether it's like a stomach cramp or like something were to happen. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of like every quarter
2: I have some physical pain some degree because can you see that Mm bluish tinge is not normal okay that part is not normal she has some circulation issue probably i also wonder like i haven't been getting really good sleep too so that affects stress Mm -hmm. a lot of yeah so that's why tongue cannot hide power sometimes we can pretend a little bit but tongue as soon as we see the tongue pretty much get the pattern of that person what body Mm. constitution Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. That's why these things doesn't need to be proved or mm. disproved. It's just, yeah, accumulation of life experience. That's why I say the beauty of Chinese medicine. We don't need to prove that. What if we uh-huh. looked at, if we look
3: at maybe Helen's, if we did a compare, could you do like a high-level assessment of maybe what?
1: Shit. Yes. <laughs> now, Helen's more healthy.
2: Oh, look at her tongue. Com- com- compare with the. Now you can see yeah. both side to side can you see the difference yeah now? yeah yeah helen almost oh my god yours is so much cleaner yeah. <laughs> she almost doesn't have coating
0: yeah
3: almost no almost
2: no coating. i don't know if you clean your coating or not.
0: i always brush my tongue oh to that's different.
2: why that's why we cannot see it mm. if i really want a, a proper diagnosis i have to ask my patient Please don't brush your tongue. Oh, Otherwise, I, I cannot see it anymore. See. What about that? But uh, the what body? we can see is very red also. Mm-hmm. Also, can you see this, this red? It's redder tip in our term. What does it mean, rather tip? Tip is the area of the heart. Yeah. So rather tip means she has a little bit of heart fire. Oh, heart I don't, fire. Yeah. I don't know how is your sleep. Oh, she doesn't sleep I very, very much. Sleep much. Yeah, <laughs> that's... As we can see, all right? What about me? Yeah, Janet. Yeah, so her tongue is again different. Can you see? you see. Yeah, you're a She little has a, a third
1: type of tongue. Oh. what's it, What kind of tongue does she have?
2: Her tongue, <laughs> I can see that Compare you, you two guys. She has a better,
1: healthy. That sounds about right. <laughs> her diet's more cleaner than ours, <laughs>
2: oh, okay. for sure. She
1: yeah, that's why them. she's
2: interested in Chinese medicine. That's probably true. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay.
0: Versus we're like just trying to take the drugs to help her, <laughs> help us.
2: Yeah, yours is very good. Very, very, we call it a very good shen. Very oh. good shen. Yeah. Spirit. Is, oh, good it, spirit. Because Tang has a sh- Spirit. Tang has a sure. shoe, very good shin. Yeah. So you tongue. have very no, doesn't mean that. I thought it was going to be because I stayed up very Means late last night. I didn't see the overall sleep well. of the sh- of the tongue mm. shows she's healthy. Mm. That's why we call it. A I
0: validation. can see that, yeah. I think we should take photos of our tongues
2: every, every, like quarter or so. Send it to
1: them. Right? Yeah. How can we send that to them? I know. Well, shouldn't be people Audius. sending in their photos of their tongue? Like, oh, they're so weird. We'll forward it to you, Dr. Zeng. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what about um, the other things that were mentioned, like Qigong and Guash? Gu- I hadn't heard of that one before. Guash. Uh,
2: gua yeah, Qigong is an uh, Asian practice, Asian Chinese practice which is a little bit different from yoga. But however, yoga or qigong or tai chi, they're all all oriental, we call it, oriental discipline. Okay. Mm. So very similar if you know yoga, because I do practice yoga Mm. for myself also. So they're very similar because you use breathing combined with movement, physical movement. Mm. Yes, together. And to help people to concentrate first, to calm down, and to replace all of your intention uh, inward instead of outward. Because all the time, our intention is outside. We focus on study, on goals, Mm -hmm. yes, reading, your iPad, iPhone. So it's always outside. So now, during the Qigong, first thing we need to bring everything inward. Listen to your body. A kind of self-discovery. It's for me. It's kind of meditation, but with movement. It's it is meditation, and then we have meditation. Usually meditation. Here we develop here, uh, California. We called a name called what mind and mindfulness. Meditation, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That's for me. Uh, no matter what kind of name we give for meditation, but meditation for me, it just brings everything inside. You can have millions of thoughts, but that moment, one concentration is going to replace your millions of thoughts. That's what we do, meditation. Mm. And to answer your question, gua sha. Gua sha. We can use a tool that we call gua sha. It can be a piece of buffalo. Horn can be a piece of jade or piece of stone that we use on the surface of your skin. can be neck usually, can be upper back or shoulder area mm-hmm. to take away what usually can be heat or sometimes can be cold. Or usually we use that for two purposes. First purpose is, let's say you get common cold. For Chinese medicine, as I just mentioned Earlier, exogenous pathogen needs to go through layers. So the first layer is your skin. So we think that now you have pathogen attack and the pathogen stays at the first layer, which is your muscle or skin layer. So we're going to use gua sha, that piece of jade or piece of buffalo horn, to rub the surface of your skin and guide the pathogen out. That's what we call the first type of treatment. And second, as I said again, traffic issue. Mm. You cannot move at all, this area. You are too much stressed. When you are in stress, what do you do? You hold your shoulder. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Your neck. And when you look at the screen, it's natural human reaction. So with time, what do, you, what do you do? You have shoulder tenderness and very tender and very tight and even sometimes develop spasm. That's what we call pain. Mm. Mm. So that's why we use Gua Sha to let the move and you feel much better. It's a very simple tool. Everybody can learn that. Hmm. I feel
1: like you shared a lot of really good, like, helpful tips and, like, learnings with Chinese medicine. I feel like we learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot. Thank you. Uh, What are some advice you would give to, like, you know, because our listeners are in their 20s and 30s, like, some health advice you would give to our listeners?
2: Early 20s and early 30s. 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 That's the spring season Hmm. of a woman's life. If we take that woman's life whole life... Us, four seasons. That's the first season. Because what's the first season? Problem, stress. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what we call in Chinese medicine, liver cheese stagnation. So you need to manage your what? Emotional disturbance. Mm. That's the first thing. Second thing, this, you are pretty much the peak. Not really the peak, but close to the peak of your energy. It's really, right? Well, I call it 35 is peak mm-hmm. for me. Modern life, okay? I call 35 is peak of everything. You're close to peak. So at this moment, you're full of, we call energy, chi, everything. And the problem is what? You don't know how to manage emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when you cannot manage emotion, this emotion can also influence your health and cause, we call stagnation. And because you don't know how to manage the emotion, this emotion seems store somewhere in your body easily compared to elderly person you don't have experience Mm -hmm. because you lack of tools to handle it Mm. when you age a little bit you accumulate experience you know next time how to handle it so you have tools more tools and more experience you're not going to store this disturbance in your body and also lifestyle you know that that's typical for American young ladies right you like cold and oh, you, the you popularity don't of
3: eating like raw foods yes. brings more coldness into the body. I know food.
2: from my students and from my patients that they have lots of wrong information. We call it wrong education caused by media, internet, okay, all of this. They just self-educate. So they think raw is good. They think that vegetarian, to be totally vegetarian, even vegan to be good, is good. But my answer is at this springtime, no. You cannot do that. Please don't do that. You need meat. You need nice, complex, we call it complete protein, because only meat we consider as what? Complete protein means contain more than 20 amino acids. So that's really a message I want to deliver. At this age, early 20s, because you are fully menstrual, and from what we can call cosmic message, you're fertile. You guys have a mission, if, even you don't want to, but your body has knows this mission to conceive. Mm. So it means that all of your body ready to conceive. It doesn't matter you conceive or not. You are ready for the baby. That's not the question. But your body system is made at this time for this goal. That's why if you put this system too cold by all of your code intake substance all the time, you may injure this system forever. Second, let's say, yeah, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you don't eat meat at all, and you menstruate, you know that. You lose blood every month. So that's why I have lots of patient young ladies. They are totally become what? A minoria. What does it mean, a Absence of menstruation. That's very severe, yeah. okay? <laughs> so that's maybe the message I really want to deliver to the public.
0: Janet, how do you want to respond to this? Janet is a vegetarian.
2: Oh no! I actually I do I eat
3: seafood. Well, I adjusted because I did practice like vegetarian veganism like maybe mm-hmm. ten years ago, and then when I was looking into Chinese medicine, I learned about the theory that it was very opposite of Western uh, ideals of health, because Western is very like eating raw foods and then avoiding meat, and then in Chinese medicine, it was you want heated like more cooked is better. It's easier to digest um, and then more balanced. Half correct. Half correct.
2: That's why I really eager to develop these four seasons. Method. We have to ask where where you are and which mm. yes you So season to just have. based on your specific Let's say specific if situation. a menopause lady, a person is in her, let's say, autumn season. Now maybe she doesn't need that meat that mm. much at all. So you have a mission now to produce a baby. Your body is ready, but you just could by your own idea and you're going to have trouble. And then one day, you're, you're after we call the 77, seven, 49, you're close to what? Menopause. And my menopause is the of the menstruation. So at that time, you don't have bleeding anymore. At that time, your diet will be different. Mm. So that's why I'm so, so now to really emphasize that. All of my students' patients, please take care of the time. Consider the time and understand your body accordingly, which season you have. Uh, there is no such one diet good for everybody. Right, That's right. why we call wrong education. And we have many, many cases.
3: Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Dr. Zong. Um, We will make sure to share your program in our description so that our listeners can look you up and find out more about your new... And uh, could you talk about your program a little bit? It's
2: the Golden Seed... um, Golden Tree is our website. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to launch, especially the the spring season method, I called Jade Goddess Method. That's combined with Qigong meditation, self-massage, and hypnosis to take care of women in her spring seasons so i'm going to launch it this online course if you go to our website you're welcome to our information thank you so much dr zhang you're welcome it's such a pleasure if you guys enjoyed this episode
1: make sure to subscribe to us at abg-asianbossgirl on itunes overcast and all the other podcast platforming services we're also
3: on social at asianbossgirl and we'll catch you guys on the next episode
1: Bye. Bye.